And we're on. The red light is on. We are on air. For the second time. Welcome to the show. This is episode two of the Wilson Taylor Show. We're back. We're back. We came for one episode. We left for a month. And we're back. And we're back. How does it feel for you? Great. Yeah? Mm. You, you enjoyed the last podcast. Yeah, I did. We talked about it quite a lot afterwards. Yeah. What did you enjoy about it? <laughs> Talking about poo. <laughs> yeah. It's my wife, ladies and gents. Her favourite thing to do. I was talking about poo yesterday with Lizanne and my mum. Really? Yep. At our uh, table. Uh, we were at, um, a f- well, I, d- I wouldn't want to call it a formal dinner. It definitely wasn't. But we, 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 were at, we were guests at a chateau. Do you want me to be a bit closer to... Well, yeah, just, yeah, you know, project. Project your voice. No, you know, I, I you know what teach you that? I'm drama shy. class. <laughs> I didn't do drama. I did drama once. One time. And I was like, oh, I didn't even have part, you know. See, drama for me wasn't about acting or. No, because uh, you do that all the time. <laughs> Good one. Good joke. <laughs> no, drama was like uh, you'd play like games, you know, to like open you up. You know, like, uh, they're not quite team building games, but they're sort of exercises. They're, they're games that, you know, make you feel confident and make you, you know, good at communicating. And, and then it wasn't until I did theatre studies that actually we, we had, like, did plays and stuff. Mm, fancy. I think my, my memory of doing drama at school, the only person that will remember this is Hope, because no one else will listen to this. Hope's your cousin. Yeah. yeah. Um, our drama classes were in the gatehouse, which was literally a gatehouse. But no, like, <laughs> health and safety happened because as you walk up the stairs, there's actually stairs missing from the outside because it, they, it's so old. It's like, I don't know, like, a thousand years old, this gatehouse. I mean, it wasn't, but I don't know how old it is. But, like, there were holes missing in the stairs. And every time you walk up, and I was quite tall, well, at that age, I'm, t- I'm t- obviously taller now, <laughs> but <laughs> I had to duck every time I went in through the door because it was like a troglodyte gatehouse, and it was just a nightmare. And then there'd be like medieval costumes everywhere. They weren't costumes; they were like the clothes that were left behind <laughs> in the gatehouse. <laughs> Someone just left in a hurry. Yeah. Uh, and so I hated it for that reason because it was cold, it was damp, and it was just a nightmare. So I was like. Psh- I'm never doing this again. And then they decided to move it after I decided not to. I was like, oh. Wow, okay. Thanks for sharing that. Anyway. We were talking about going to the chateau yesterday. Oh, yeah. And you were talking about poo. Talking about poo. And we went to the chateau and uh, we were kindly invited over for a delicious kind of, it wasn't quite lunch, it wasn't quite dinner, it was somewhere in between. Friends of ours now, I think we can say. Yeah, friends of ours. Um... You know, making waves down here in France. And um, they put on some delicious vegan food for us. But you decided that there was a right occasion to talk about poo. 
With the host. When I was leaving, no, not even with the host, with my mum and Zan. Oh, okay. I think you said you were chatting with both. Perhaps. No, I might have, but it wasn't. As I was leaving, oh. and I was like, look, don't get me onto this topic. It's my favourite topic to talk about, and I just don't have enough time. Not enough hours in the day to talk about poo. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, now is one of those hours in the day when you're not going to be talking about poo. I'm really sorry. We talked about it enough last time. Um, although, well, we'll stay on the topic just for a second. Uh, we've got a new family member. Yeah, who is a little shit. <laughs> um, so, for those of you that don't know, which is none of you, because we're posting about it on the internet all the time, uh, we've got a new puppy. He's our new child. I did a video about it on my YouTube channel. Uh, so, we thoroughly suggest you go check that out. Because, you know, yes, he's a little shit, but he is super cute. And he's super cute. Um, you know, we hope that the being a little shit side of him manages to subside after a little while. We're reliably informed that it does. Yeah. I thought we were, you know, I thought we'd adopted Satan in dog form for a little while, but you know, Six we've met months. other dog form, uh, dog, dog, dog forms. We met other dog owners, and they've told us it's fine. It's normal. He's just being a dog. Yeah. So if anyone wants to rent a dog for six months, <laughs> yeah, feel free. <laughs> um, uh, what else is going on? We got two weeks. Uh, until we get into our house. Yeah. Two weeks today. today. Two weeks today, which is huge because we've kind of been in limbo for the last few months. We've been waiting to get in and we haven't, um, I don't know, we haven't really known what to do with ourselves, mm. which is why we do stupid stuff like making a podcast and getting a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, any longer and we'll have some kittens. Who knows? Who knows what we'd do next? Hey? Hey. Um, got a car as well. Yeah, yeah. Part of the Peugeot 206 fam. Yeah. Estate, y'all. <laughs> Tinted rear window. I'm sure that's perfectly legal. Damn. Um, today is also significant because it was three years ago today that I popped the quezzy, mm. wasn't it? Yeah. Popped the question. Yeah. You said... Fuck off. <laughs> in, in front of a room full of people. A few times. <laughs> Our favourite restaurant. Cringe. Um, oh, it wasn't. It was, it was when you told me to fuck off. <laughs> because I was so shocked. Yeah, true. It, was, it wasn't like, fuck off, mate. It yeah. was like, fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. You know, like people say, oh my God. Oh my god! Mine was fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I think there were a lot of worried people in the room. I yeah. think they were all about to like get the bill and leave. Yeah. They were like, "Oh my god, this is awkward." Exit now. Um, anyway, so yeah, that was three years ago today, which Thanks is cool. Fun. Yeah. And then, well, seven weeks later, we were married. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we don't yeah. mess around. No, we do not screw around. It's amazing how much can change in such a short space of time. Yeah. Which is what we'll all be saying in a week when inevitably the world ends tomorrow. I <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. Um get that sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> no. That doesn't count as a segue, does it? Maybe it does. Um so the subject for today's podcast uh, is Trump, fake Kim Jong-un and the impending end of the world. Can I just say, like, 
I I'm actually quite fearful for my life because I've like I thought this and I'm fearful of my life because I'm I think if this does come true mm. I had nothing to do with it. I, I have <laughs> nothing to do with okay, it. Okay, all right. Let's let's rewind. Let's rewind because okay. I think we need to explain what you what you're fearful about here. So, um, it's June eleventh today, and fingers crossed if the internet here cooperates, we're going to be uploading this tonight. So this will go out the day before the planned summit, which is due to take place in the next twenty four hours in Singapore, and that summit is between the United States, uh, Donald Trump, and North Korea. And this is totally unprecedented. This is, you know, a, a, a new event in international diplomacy. And uh, I, I, I don't know about you, but I really don't quite understand what's going on here. I don't really know what the point of this whole thing is. I do. Well, you've, you're, you've got a theory, which we'll get to. But um, it's all a little bit confusing. So it's being held in Singapore. Mm -hmm. Neutral ground, I suppose. I mean, it's a bit close to Korea, but... Neutral ground, supposedly. Yeah, but there's a reason why it's in. Well, I, okay. Huh? Just hold that thought. Okay. Just hold it, because it's just too too extraordinary. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, no one really knows, not all the pundits know, what the purpose entirely is of this for both sides. And um, I should point out, we're not going to go into political analysis or anything like that, because that's not what we're here for. <laughs> I don't think you're going to learn anything from us in the south of France that you can't already get from... You know, all your reputable news sources. That's not what we're here for. Um, Daily Mash. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, satire isn't even ridiculous enough for the situation. Mm. As a satire is dead, we are in a post-satire age because, you know, the truth is too extraordinary. Mm. Um, but the agenda is, allegedly, Donald Trump wants to push for denuclearization of the North Korean Peninsula. Mm. Try saying that with a mouthful. Mm. Um, and uh, for some reason, Kim Jong Un's like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm down. Let's go and have a chat." Mm. And it doesn't seem to make any sense. And then there was this whole weird thing that kind of happened towards the end of May when when this summit was was originally talked about in the media, where Trump and Kim Jong Un were like, "We're going to have a summit. This is going to be great." Mm. And then suddenly Trump's like, "Nah, I'm not doing it anymore." Mm. Well, I might. But no, I'm mm. not doing it anymore. But we really, really want this to happen. And then Korea, we're like, we firmly believe that this should happen and we really want it to happen and we'll do anything to make it happen, pretty mm. much. Which is just odd. Mm. It's an odd thing. Mm -hmm. Considering, like, you know, the shade that's been thrown from Korea towards the whole planet, apparently. Mm. I mean, God knows if it's actually been said or not. I have no idea. I don't speak Korean. Mm. But um, that was weird. That was kind of like... You know when someone like agrees to go on a date with you? Mm. Like you ask them a date and you don't think they're going to say yes. Mm. And then they do. And you're like, oh, mm. okay. And then they go, oh, actually. I've got netball practice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they go, um, I, don't, I can't do it. And you're like, oh, I see. I didn't think you'd say yes in the first place. And they go, oh, well, all right. Mm. I will then. And you sort of awkwardly got to go through the motions of, doing this thing mm. and no one really knows why they're there mm. that's, that's kind of where we are mm. on the surface I think I mean you know, it's probably people who actually know what's happening out there being like oh this guy's a complete idiot mm. anyway that's what I understand mm. I don't read the paper I watch the news <laughs> <laughs> but anyway 
So we've been talking about this, as I'm sure many people listening have. <laughs> and you have a completely different spin on it. You got, <laughs> you got that excited look in your eye. Because I think it's so outrageous. It's almost definitely got to be true. Okay. So you brought this up a couple of weeks ago. Mm. And I said to you, stop talking. I don't, I don't want to hear what you're saying now because I want to save it for a podcast. So I don't even really fully know what it is that you're going to say now. <laughs> I know bits of it and I'm like, oh my God. She's either a genius or a maniac, I'm not sure. I've thought that for a long time. <laughs> so talk me through your theory. Okay. I just want everyone to know <laughs> I've made this up. <laughs> I've made this up. In collaboration with the CIA and the North <laughs> Korean Secret Services. I've got nothing to do with whatever happens. She does. <laughs> I've made this up. But. <laughs> you just want the world to know that you called it. I, I called it. That's why we're talking about this today. Yeah. So. I So, yeah. When all this, like, North Korea stuff kicked off, like, suddenly um, Kim Jong-un... I, something just buzzed in my ear. Hello, is that the CIA? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, um, so <laughs> It's going to be okay. okay. So um, when all this North Korea... She's on to us. <laughs> <laughs> when North Korea like, first started like coming out of, of um, the, um, you know back onto the world news, you know. The lady in the pink dress was, you know, not just advertising Kim Jong-un and what he what is going on, but, like, she was like, he's going to go to South Korea. What? You're talking about the news presenter. Yeah. The, the really enthusiastic, yeah. like, incredibly sharply dressed uh, and quite forceful yeah. woman. Like, she knows her stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, and... All of a sudden, Kim Jong-un is going to South Korea. Like, what has happened? Like, mm. last week, Kim Jong-un was, like, ready to drop a nuke on them. Like, he was playing with all his toys and, like, shooting them off into... Yeah, he was like, fuck those guys. Yeah, he's like, shh. No, I'm not having any of that. And then, and so he's, like, pissing everyone off in, in America. Like, Trump for a start, because he was almost, like, chucked some nuclear weapons or bombs or whatever they are down near the Pacific, near Hawaii, and then it was near Japan, and then it was, like, near South Korea. Mm. And and then the next week, yeah, lady in the pink dress is like, he's going to South Korea to make friends. And then there's... And then the next day there's a picture of him and the, the South Korean president shaking hands at the, you know, the Blue Hut border... And, every, oh, yeah. and everyone's like playing like lovely music. That's the border where they play actual K-pop as loud as they can yeah. at North Korea at just North... to piss them off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But this time it was nice and you know like fun things and and I was like, hang on, like, hang on a second. What what's what's going on here? Because it was a little too abrupt. Everyone was shouting at him, telling him, you can't do this and you can't do that and you can't have these weapons. And, and now he's 
bezzy mates with the neighbour. Mm. Like, and suddenly he's that. like lost a little bit of weight. Well, this this lead leads me on because then he's obviously like this the Winter Olympics were in um, South Korea in Pyeongchang, and and then North Korea were going and. You know, he was going to send his sister. This was all before, like, he was busy mates with the president and stuff like that. So all this weird stuff was going on. And it was just mm. it was just all a bit odd. And then and then all of a sudden, he's, like, leaving North Korea to go to Singapore to meet with the president, with, uh, Prime Minister or President of Singapore. I don't know. One of them. One of them. Don't really know the difference. Sorry, guys. Um, and this was only a couple of days ago. Anyway, but previous to that... He he was saying, "Oh yeah, I want to meet Trump." Mm. Now, uh, now this my t my idea came together as soon as that got announced. I was like, "Well, it's not Kim Jong Un for a start. It's his doppelganger. It's his twin." So what they what <laughs> this is my theory. So what is going on is that um, they Kim Jong real Kim Jong Un is still in North Korea, and he's got all his like nuclear weapons. Like he's preparing. He's got his He's got his, like, team ready. He's, he's got, in a bunker. He's hiding. He's, no one knows he's, he's there. He's in a bunker. Basically, just picture the interview. And, like, he's in his bunker in the mountains. No one knows apart from his team. And then he's got the button there. And he's, like, he's, like, whoo. Yeah. And, and uh, James um, Franco. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm ready to go. And so, yeah. So they're sending fake King, Kim Jong-un out to, like, South Korea and to make friends with him and, you know, because no one's ever met him before, like, if, outside of North Korea. So how would you know, right? So how would like, you know? Oh, he looks like the guy on TV. Yeah. That oh, must be him. Oh, you're thinner in real life. Yeah, oh. I mean, everybody looks different in real life to what they do on the television. Oh, your, your glasses are much nicer. <laughs> <laughs> that hair is... <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, so I'm going to stop you there. So you think right now that... There's two Kim Jong-un. So I think there's two Kim Jong-un. Fake Kim Jong-un. Yeah. And then real Kim Jong-un. Okay, and real Kim Jong-un is the mastermind behind this thing. And he's, he's hiding away in his, in his bunker somewhere. And he's doing this because he's being like, do you know what, everyone? Fuck you. You've been telling me what I can and cannot do. And I'm not going to have any of it. So this is this is my plan. And he's... he Because it's, it's so crazy... I think that's why he would he would think about it. Okay. So he sends his doppelganger out yep. to go and meet Trump. Yeah. Go and be busy. It's the whole world's like WTF. Yeah. Like what is going on? And obviously Trump was a bit like, I'm a bit... Spe se Almost. Skeptical. Oh, yes. There it is. <laughs> of this. And so he was a bit like, wait. But Trump's so vain. He's like, yeah. I got him out of his den. Yeah. I, I got... Kim Jong-un yeah, out of Korea. We've got him where we want him. So, and, you know, Trump's like, he's he's blind yeah, to the, to the plot. Yeah, because he's like, look what I've done, everyone. Yeah. Way, way. Meanwhile, Meanwhile. Kim Jong-un's plan is send his doppelganger in, meet him. Into, into Singapore, yeah. meet him. And because there is no agenda whatsoever, this makes it even more like, this is so, this is just real. Because there's no agenda whatsoever. North Korea are like, do you know what? I actually don't know what we're going to say because we haven't thought that far ahead. Yeah. And America are just happy to be there, like, you know, photo op and shit. Mm. And so he's going to send fake Kim Jong-un in to meet with Trump. And Trump's going to be like, oh, <laughs> me. And, <laughs> and then 
fake Kim Jong Un is going to kill Trump. <laughs> Yes, because North Korea hate America. Like, it's known across the world. Well, we're told that. Uh, yeah. And so, and so fake Kim Jong-un is going to kill Trump. Yeah. And then the CIA are going to kill fake Kim Jong-un and being like, oh my God, we just killed Kim Jong-un, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, when all this goes down, real Kim Jong-un is in his bunker and is going, oh, it's, it's like, it's five o'clock. It's that time. Like, Beep pushes the button and literally like nukes, uh, nukes everything. Like in a retaliatory act. Yeah, against like, Kim Jong Un being killed. Ha! We got you. And it kills Trump and everyone. And else. nukes everyone. Nukes everyone. That's the end of the world. Yeah. Apart from North Korea. It's the only way that they could do it without Kim Jong Un actually dying is to send a fake one in. Yeah. Because then he'll be king of the world. He'd be... King of the world. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even going to rise to that. <laughs> but you, you had like a, another idea in the run up to that as well. That wasn't as fully formed as that one. Mm. Which was that Kim Jong-un is dead. And actually somebody's put in his place... A doppelganger, a fake Kim Jong Un, who's now suddenly Mr. Diplomacy and Mr. Yeah. Open to the West, yeah. and actually the American secret services like CIA had had you know killed Kim Jong Un and replaced him with somebody that they could control. Yeah, which I think is also a really interesting idea mm. because you know why is he suddenly so open to the West? Mm. Because it's not really him. Because it's not him. It's not him. Like if anything else, if anything else comes out. I 100% believe this is not real King, Kim Jong-un at all. Well, okay. Um, I've got something that I want to show to you in that case. Oh, my God. What, what's going because on? Because I looked into this a little bit since oh. you brought this up. Um, and I don't, I don't want to say this supports your theory. <gasps> but there's definitely something strange going on here. Now, this, this it was published on the 27th of May 2018. So that was this. This is was when after. we were talking. This is when we were talking about this summit for the first time, and America had been like, "No, nah, fam, we're not going." Yeah, and then they were like, "We are going," right? And then we didn't hear anything about it for the last mm. two weeks, and now here we are. Mm. So this is this is this was when we had the conversation. I was like, "No, no, don't talk to me about it now." But Let's I've been about thinking podcast. about that for a while, and I was like, "I don't know if I should say anything because what if they are listening?" Yeah. I mean, if they're going to be listening, it's going to be right now, isn't it? Well, I mean, who knows? Um. So I, I, I'm literally watching a commercial right now while I, while I load this thing up. <laughs> so, typical. I hope our child's okay. Yeah, he'll be fine. Uh, okay, so. Now the fate of the June 12th summit between Trump and Kim may still be unknown, but here's a man trying to boost Kim's street cred, or perhaps his own, in Singapore this weekend. Take a look. Hey, Mr. Trump. <gasps> I'm already here in Singapore. I'm just waiting for you to turn up. No. It doesn't sound like a North Korean accent, does it? Although I'm not 100% sure I know what a North Korean accent sounds like. Um, now, this isn't uh, Kim Jong-un. It's an impersonator who Maybe goes by the, the name thing. Howard X. Now, he says he came to Singapore to wish for a successful summit between Washington and Pyongyang. You know, interestingly enough, you can see Marina Bay Sands in the background, obviously very iconic views in Singapore. He looks a lot like Kim Jong-un, but he actually said, um, <laughs> the, in, this is in quote, 
he, as in Kim Jong-un, is fatter and I can't catch up. It'll damage my health. What do you think about that? Oh, my God. See, it's easy. It's easy. <laughs> like, the guy doesn't even speak. So that, that was a CNBC report. I saw that originally. That's the only video I could find. I saw that on the BBC. The day we talked about this, and I was like, oh, holy shit, that's right. So the plot thickens. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I've got that wee-wee feeling. What, like you really think it's Christmas Day? It's Christmas Day. No, it's Christmas Eve. I'm waiting to see what happens. No, jazz, it's the apocalypse. Okay, so it's not quite as fun as Christmas Day. Anyway, so this was published today. This article here, Howard X, he's the guy in the video I just showed you. Uh -huh. Hong Kong-born Kim Jong-un impersonator is detained and questioned on his arrival in Singapore. So he flew to Singapore uh, yesterday or day before, whenever, to go and meet a, a Donald Trump impersonator <laughs> in Singapore. <laughs> right? Uh, and he was held in uh, the airport and he was questioned for hours. They were like... Mate, what the fuck are you doing here? It, it's there. It's on the screen in okay. front of us. Here. So the Kim uh, lookalike said that when he arrived at the city state's Chiang, Chiang Airport, he was stopped by immigration officers and questioned for two hours. Right. But why? What Questioned for what? I don't understand. Like, is it because they know? Yeah, but, but it would have been the Singapore officers. And Singapore... Maybe they've maybe they're in on it. Maybe Singapore are in on it and being like, mate, you're just gonna like mess this whole thing up. So this is crazy, right? He appeared at the Pyeongchang Winter Olympics alongside a Donald Trump lookalike. So they're busies already. Yeah. And the duo was set to take part in an alternative summit ahead of Tuesday's meeting between the US president and Kim. Maybe that is real Kim Jong un and no one knows. Yeah. And the, like he's just walking around being like, woohoo. Yeah, he's out there. And like the Singapore immigration have been like, we asked you to keep a low profile. I thought you were going to stay in like Bunker X or like Bunker Jong. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing out here? He's like, what? I wanted to have a bit of fun. I've learned, I've learned English and I can speak with an Australian accent. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Crazy. And he does, it, it, yeah. I mean, if it, I would suggest you go and find that video on the internet because he he looks exactly like he it. He looks just like, and this is the thing. No one knows. Yeah. And this is why this idea is just so crazy. It could it could be possible. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Also, America has got like nuclear weapons. Yeah. So you know. While he's over there, they're not going to be like prepped and ready. I mean, they're always prepped and ready, apparently. But like, what if Kim Jong Un's like, "You get rid of yours, and then I'll get rid of mine." <laughs> you know how it is. Yeah. Like, basically, kids. And what if like Trump's like, <laughs> "No, you get rid of yours first, and he's like, "All right, I'll get, I'll get rid of mine first." Yeah, you said get rid of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, mate. Accidentally got rid of them over the ocean. Yeah. 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 Well, okay. I mean, we'll just have to wait and see. 
we'll know what's happening. Maybe we're safe in here. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. This is the one spot. We should probably get some beans. Maybe our child as well. Yeah, look after him. All right, well, um, fascinating. Fascinating. Your theory is... I've got a game. I've got a game to play. Oh, God. It's, uh, it's in the theme of today's topic. Uh, I, I couldn't think of a good name, though. But the premise is... Shall I tell you the name first or the premise? I'll go for the name. You're good with stuff like this. Okay, well, you'll see very quickly the, that I'm the, not. The, what's it about? Go okay, on. so what I'm going to do is I'm going to read you a quote. Okay. And I want you to tell me if it was Kim Jong-un or Donald Trump. <gasps> oh. Good game, right? Good, good, good aim. Uh, good game. Good game. So good Trump game. or Kim. But I came up with some names. Uh, one was uh, Orange Man or Pyongyang. <laughs> now I think this the next name's better, but okay. uh, it, well, it's uh, obviously I couldn't. It doesn't work because uh, I came up with Toupee or Taipei, but Taipei's not in Korea. <laughs> <laughs> so, see where I was going with that? Yeah, though? that was that was pretty good. Toupee or I sat thinking about this for ages, oh. and I, I couldn't think of anything. So, are you ready? Tangerine or Huang Chang? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, um, okay, I'm going to read you a quote. I want you to tell me if it's Kim or Trump. Here we go. When you see the other side chopping off heads, waterboarding doesn't sound very severe. Trump. Correct answer. Um... Okay, here we go. Here's another one. There can be neither today without yesterday, nor tomorrow without today. Kim Jong-un. Correct answer. Uh, okay. Uh, our young people are patriots and heroes. Kim Jong-un. Correct answer. <laughs> um, okay. We will not use nuclear weapons first unless aggressive hostile forces use nuclear weapons to invade on our sovereignty. Kim Jong-un. Yeah, you are slaying it. <laughs> Is it because it sounded a bit smart? smart? <laughs> no, I just think it. he, he sounds a bit like me. <laughs> okay, that, I'd, uh, all right. <laughs> Whereas um, Trump doesn't. Okay, here we go. Here's a good one. The days are gone forever when our enemies could blackmail us with nuclear bombs. Oh, that, that's a tricky one. I'm going to say Trump. That was Kim Jong-un. Oh, that was going to be my next guess. <laughs> All right. I mean, I, I got loads. I got more. I got more. You're meant to be quicker at this. Quicker. Like, what? No. Quick fire question. This is not a quick fire round. Pow, pow, pow. This is not a quick fire round at all. Um, you know, oh, maybe it should be called like nuke fire round. What about this one? Nobody has better respect for intelligence than Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Yeah, Donald yeah. Trump said that. Yeah, he referred to himself in the third person. Yeah. Um, okay. 
The year 2016 was a year of revolution, a year of great change worthy of note in the history of our party and our country. Donald Trump. Kim Jong-un. Oh, 2016? Why? What happened in 2016? I don't know. I didn't look that far into it, but I got you there, Oh, boy. you did. Because <laughs> that was when he got elected. Yeah, like, no. Trump got elected. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. maybe they've had this all along. Like They're like, we, we can Maybe definitely... they put Trump into power. Maybe it wasn't Russia after all. Maybe the Koreans put Trump into office. Maybe. Oh, the plot... My God. Uh, I've forgotten which ones I've read out now. Okay, here's one. I think the big problem with this country is being politically correct. I've been challenged by so many people and I don't frankly have time for total political correctness. Donald Trump. Correct. Uh, Here's a really strange one and I want to know how this came about. The concept of shaking hands is absolutely terrible, and stati- statistically, I've been proven right. Donald Trump? Yeah, it was Donald Trump, yeah. Because oh. he's got small hands. That's why no one wants to shake his hands. <laughs> yeah, and, and he's like, well, shaking hands is a bad idea. Why would I want to do it anyway? Yeah. Idiots. That's why he goes like this all the time, to make his hands look bigger. For the benefit of those listening, you're just waving as far out in front of you as you yeah. can. Oh, yeah. So, you know, that perspective. So they're nearer to the camera. Mm. It's like Father Ted. It's like, these cows are small. <laughs> these cows are far away. Far away. <laughs> I'm Irish, Father. I'm not sure I can quite understand that one, Father. <laughs> that was. I dropped my paperclip. That was too funny. Um, I got more. I got more quotes. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is such a fun game. Okay. I mean, I'm not sure it's that fun. You have to be quicker, though. No, 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 no. We need to talk about these. Uh, okay. To be blunt, people would vote for me. They just would. Why? Maybe because I'm so good looking. Trump. Yeah. <laughs> too obvious. <laughs> This is a quote, by the way. I'm not just saying what I think. (laughs) I think Viagra is wonderful if you need it. If you have medical issues. If you've had surgery. I've never needed it. Frankly, I wouldn't mind if there were an anti-Viagra. Something with the opposite effect. I'm not bragging. I'm just lucky. I don't need it. It's literally revolting, isn't it? It's disgusting. Tiny hands. Tiny weenus. Mm, Tiny... I don't know. <laughs> good one. Good good joke, Andy. Tiny hair um, on his head. Okay, I don't know if you're going to get this one. Here we okay. go. It's not truth that matters, but victory. See, now, I'd like to say Kim Jong-un, but I don't think he, he'd, like, really care about that. So I think Trump. Just going to reiterate the quote. It's not truth that matters, but victory. Oh, I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with Trump. Mr. Fake News, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was Adolf Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, it was. Yeah, oh. it was ne- neither of the two. Curveball. Yeah, I know. I just keep me guessing. 
What about this one? Uh, how fortunate for governments that the people don't think. Kim Jong-un. That was also Adolf Hitler. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. That was just a guess. Uh, okay. Uh, here's another one. Uh, when celebrating coming into office, this person said, I love the poorly educated. Trump. Yeah. I love the poorly educated. Note the similarity between what Hitler said. How fortunate for governments that people don't think. Yeah. And when Trump was celebrating people voting for him, he said, I love the poorly educated because they voted for me. Yeah. I love that they don't educate themselves. Yeah. What a great guy. <clears throat> uh, here's a great one. I don't know if I'm going to be able to read this one properly. Uh, here we go. Um, bear in mind, some of these are translated. Okay. So... Well, I do think there's blame. Yes, I think there's blame on both sides. You look at you look at both sides. I think there's blame on both sides, and I have no doubt about it. And you ha don't have to have any doubt about it either. Kim Jong Un. That was Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because nothing was really said there. No, no. He's, Which he's made said, me. He said absolutely. Do you nothing. know what? I'm not giving Kim Jong Un enough credit, to be honest. Like. Yeah. Compared to, he, he's an evil genius. Or well, is he a genius? Or you is know. he evil? I swear, what? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully, <laughs> when this all blows over and we survive the attack, I hope Kim Jong-un listens to this and is like, I want to meet them. <laughs> I don't want that to happen. <laughs> That's the exact opposite of what I want to happen. I'm like, stop. Because Bitch. if there's an attack and it has the ability to blow over and Kim Jong un's still alive and he wants to meet us, that means he's gonna kill us. I know. I mean if he kills us, like we've lost everything anyway, so it's just gonna be you, me, and our son <laughs> <laughs> with a Japanese name. <laughs> yeah. Suki-san. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for indulging me and telling me your stories, your wonderful theories about And tomorrow. also, also, but thinking about this whole Singapore, you know, what Singapore has to play in this. Because Kim Jong-un, fake Kim Jong-un, went to Singapore two days before. Mm. And so he's been in Singapore this whole time. No, 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 no. Uh, did he go home? He went home and then came back again and that's when he got fucked up by the security officials. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so he so he went to Singapore and like shook his hand and was like, oh, hello, Russ. Like, I'm from North Korea. <laughs> but I actually am. He was planning everything there and just being like, right, guys, dress rehearsal. Oh, my God, do you think he was doing a recce? Yeah. I think he was you know, planting explosive devices yeah. and, like, hidden cameras. And yeah. being like, right, this is where Trump's going to walk through. Yeah. And he's doing it with his lookalike friend of Donald Trump, being like, hey, this is where I'm going to put him through. And everyone's like, okay, sweet, cool. Yeah. Now I can imagine it because I've seen him do it. Yeah. Oh, God, I got shivers. Yeah, so he's like, all right, catch you later, guys, but good work. Break a leg. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, okay. Tell us what you think in the comments. <laughs> if there is still such a thing as comments by this time tomorrow.
it will be over. Um, <laughs> and on that wonderful cheery note, that is all we've got time for this time. Um, so thank you for listening to episode two of our podcast. And uh, we're going to try and make this more of a regular thing. Once a month isn't quite I mean, we move enough. in two weeks, so you can't exactly say that, can you? Yeah, we're going to do it on moving day. <laughs> we move in, do a podcast. We should do a podcast in the morning because we haven't signed anything yet. No, because that's a bit ridiculous. We'll be packing up. Yeah, that sounds like a stupid idea. Um, So, hey, you know, I don't know when the next podcast is going to be. It might even come from my new house. It's probably not going to. I think we're going to leave the studio set up here and then we'll just come in and do it. Um, So, yeah, thanks for for enjoying the podcast with us. Uh, And if you like it, please do share it with your friends and make sure you smash that like button and that subscribe button and don't forget to ring the bell because YouTube's a fucking dickhead these days, apparently. I didn't mean that, YouTube. I love you, really. Um, And, yeah, we'll see you next time. If I'm not arrested by the CIA. Or the Korean Secret Services. Or the Korean Secret Services. Yeah, all right. It's been fun. Watch this space. Ciao for now. (laughs) And I push hands.